to the Pre-Snap Podcast presented by LineStar. All things fantasy football with a sprinkle of sports betting. Alongside Tyler Weeman, I'm Shannon Somerville. Tyler, we are ready to go for week eight. Ready like Russell Wilson is after doing (laughs) some high knees and workouts on his eight-hour plane ride from Denver to London while his teammates were sleeping on the plane. He was getting after it. I am so glad he's going to London. We don't have to deal with him on this slate. We don't have to talk to him. And we're still talking about him. <laughs> stupid We sure news. are. Just working out, getting it done. Certainly the butt of jokes. Twitter had a field day with that one. It is wild how he literally came into the season as everybody's like, oh my gosh, he's going to be such a difference maker. Now he's a meme. My question to you is if you're one of his teammates that's trying to sleep while he's running up and down the aisle... Would you tell him to sit down? I likely would have started a pillow fight. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no pillow fights on the flight. (laughs) However, I guess we don't know for sure what happened on that flight. We just know what Russell Wilson said. Well, did you see uh, KJ Hamler did (laughs) say no BS? (laughs) (laughs) So it is confirmed. He really was doing that. He is just an idiot. Well, Russell Wilson may be... Having a little regression this season. Did you season. see the press conference about him, like, talking about that he was doing it, too? No, I didn't. Oh, he was, like, so excited. Like, it was, like, a good thing, <laughs> you know? And, like, he was just all, like, pumped up. Meanwhile, just everybody's making fun of him. Yep. Like, he is just so oblivious right. to the temperature of the room. Like, <laughs> so he's had some regression this season. Certainly been a disappointment a for tad. the Broncos. You know who hasn't been a disappointment, though? Quarterback Tua Tungavailoa, who's going to lead off our daily fantasy projections for week eight. And he's going up against the Detroit Lions. Despite missing those two games, he's still yards per game 259 and 261 against Pittsburgh in his first game back. That 259 per game still ranks 11th, which is crazy. What do you think about his prospects against the Detroit Lions, who are 31st in DVOA, their defense has not stopped anybody. Their defense hasn't stopped anyone. And Detroit is allowing 34% more fantasy points to quarterbacks uh, when home. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> we can expect some scoring here out of the uh, Dolphins. Lions ranked 28th in allowing 1.9 touchdowns to uh, passing touchdowns here. So I expect Tua to look good he's mm-hmm. gonna look great he has waddle he has hill right plenty of weapons to uh make some stuff happen well jalen hurts also has some weapons this week going up against the pittsburgh steelers the third best odds to win the mvp this season he's having an incredible season he's averaging 301 pass and rushing yards on the season Going up against Pittsburgh, middle-of-the-pack defense for them. What do you make of his spot in Daily Fantasy? Yeah, I really like his spot here. The one thing that worries me, and this has been a thing all year long, all year long with the Eagles here, is that they rank towards the top of the league as far as pace of play and passing over expectation in the first half of games. And then in the second half, they slow it down. They've had a huge lead, and they've played really slow. Mm -hmm. So we could see that again. We saw Josh Allen really go nuts against the Steelers. But the Bills don't take their foot off the gas. The Eagles do. So Hertz may have to score all of his points early in this game. But I do like him. This Pittsburgh Steelers 
pass D isn't great. Allowing two, 282 mm-hmm. passing yards, 1.9 touchdowns, and they allow 53% more fantasy points to quarterbacks went away. The Steelers team also not to be trifled with, yeah. though. They did just upset the Bucks and sent Tom Brady into an absolute tirade on the sidelines recently. Uh, yeah, the, the one thing to also consider here is I know T.J. Watt has been right. designated to return. Okay. So just make sure he's not back. Uh, yeah. As we, we know, know, this defense is way different with T.J. Watt. Exactly. Such a yeah. game changer there for the Steelers. And another game changer you're looking at, Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Why are you looking at him for daily fantasy this week? I, I really like this Minnesota offense. We talked about it all offseason, that they're going to be higher paced. They're going to be throwing the ball more. And they have been throwing the ball more, but they just haven't had their huge breakout game. And it is going to come soon. Nobody's on Cousins. We don't have, you know, all the great quarterbacks on this slate like we have had in some others. This is one of the higher uh, pace games, one of the higher game totals. In Arizona on D, allowing 1.9 passing touchdowns per game, ranked 23rd, allowing 255 pass yards. Mm-hmm. Kirk Cousin is above average quarterback, yeah. even if people don't want to think he is. Was I perhaps a little generous <laughs> with the term game changer? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he he is a solid quarterback, and this is a good spot for him to succeed. And now let's take a look at some of the running backs. We've got some good ones with some great matchups, including Raiders Josh Jacobs going up against the Saints. He's just had an unbelievable season. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like he doesn't get talked about as, as much, and he's actually on the verge of history. He could become just the fifth player in NFL history to rack up at least 150 scrimmage yards and a rushing touchdown in four consecutive games, and that is something that hasn't been achieved in 16 years. Going up against the Saints, who are 19th in rush DVOA, he could have a huge game. He could have a really good game. Really, the thing is here that the way Jacobs is playing, he should be the most expensive running back on the Mm -hmm. slate. But he's still quite a lot cheaper than Henry, Barkley, CMC. Uh, He's getting all the workload you can imagine. Mm -hmm. But the the real nice thing is over those last week, he's actually been targeted and catching passes too. So it just gives him way higher floor also. I think you got to like Jacobs again. You also got to like Saquon week in and week out. Mm -hmm. The Giants running backs been on a tear going up against the Seahawks this week. 103.7 yards per game. That ranks third in the NFL. And the Seahawks, 17th in rush DVOA, 31st in pass DVOA versus running backs, which is probably a key factor Mm -hmm. in this one. I'm sure you're going to bring that part up. What do you think? Yeah, that's a big part. They've really got gashed through the air to the running backs. Several of them have really just destroyed them Mm -hmm. there. So that's a big part of it. Seattle's also allowing the 23rd in uh, 0.8 rush TDs per game. As we also talked about, they're bad through the air, so they're not great in stopping touchdowns on the ground Mm -hmm. or on the air. Barkley can do it all. Barkley scored over 20 fantasy points last week without a touchdown. He's one of the few guys in this league that can do that consistently. And we haven't seen another blow-up game since week one. I think it's coming. And this is a great spot for it. 
averaging 25 receiving yards a game. And the Giants are just throwing everything in there. They're yeah. going to get Saquon the ball. They've been, they've been He's their offense. At, I mean, yeah. it's crazy. He is their offense, and their offense, everything goes through him mm-hmm. week in and week out. Now let's take a look at Tony Pollard. The Cowboys are going up against the Bears this week. What do you make of this play? So Zeke Elliott has been missing practice, and this is not a usual thing for Mm -hmm. Elliott. Elliott has missed like four practices in his whole career, and when he does, he usually Mm -hmm. does miss a game. Pro Football Doc is saying that he expects Zeke to miss and probably miss for multiple weeks. And if this is the case, Mm -hmm. Pollard then is going to get all the work he can handle. He is a good running back. He is explosive. We know that. He's probably a little underpriced for the workload that he would have. And the Bears matchup isn't that Mm -hmm. bad. It sounds a little scarier than it is. But they're 27th, allowing 115 yards, uh, Mm -hmm. rush yards. And they allow 17% more fantasy points when they're away. You've seen Pollard really rack up some of the yardage when Ezekiel Elliott isn't in the game. Yeah, and he's kind of like, uh, what should I call it, uh, Kenneth Walker mm-hmm. or Etienne, where mm-hmm. he can really bust open a big play, and he does it a lot. So I, I like play. Pollard. He could get a ton of work. Uh, if Zeke is out, he's mm-hmm. probably going to be one of the chalkiest pieces on this slate, but for good reason. Well, for good reason, we're always going to be looking at Arizona Cardinals wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins this week going up against the Minnesota Vikings. Last week in his first game back from his suspension for PEDs, he had 10 receptions on 14 targets for 103 yards, 47% of the target share. Kyler Murray going to him early, often, basically all the time. And going up against a Vikings defense, 31st in DVOA versus wide receiver mm-hmm. two or one in this case. What yeah. do you think? I really like Hopkins here. So the Vikings also rank 30th and allowing 193 yards per game to the wide receiver. And Hopkins worked out of the slot a ton this game, which I think is very important. When he's out of the slot, he is going to be targeted nonstop. Uh, Murray has targeted mm-hmm. more out of the slot a ton. More will be moving to the outside, which is probably bad for him and yeah. even extra good for Hopkins. And I just really like this spot for Hopkins. If he's going to be in the slot, just keep looking for those 14 target games like he did last week. like last to time. hear that as an I owner know. of DeAndre Hopkins in my fantasy league who sat on my bench for six weeks, but I think it's going to be worth I it. I think it will be too. And I, I like that game as a whole. We already talked about how Kirk Cousins in a good spot. Kyler Murray is too. Mm-hmm. I think this game could go over and it is already one of the higher uh, game scores of the week. Another dynamic wide receiver, Tyreek Hill, the cheetah going up against the Detroit Lions this week. Leads the league in receiving yards. It's just been incredible, very explosive, and going up against a Detroit Lions defense that is 30th in pass DVOA versus wide receiver ones. Good spot for the Cheetah. It's a really good spot for him. And I I don't think enough has been made about Tyreek Hill's Mm -hmm. year. He's had two weeks where he's had 29 or more Mm -hmm. fantasy points and didn't score a touchdown that week. Like, it's incredible. 
insane to be yeah. scoring that much without right. a touchdown. Mm-hmm. And when he has had a touchdown with those big weeks, they've been 40-plus point <laughs> weeks. So I, I think this is another prime spot for him. Tyreek Hill can absolutely crush the Lions. He's having a monster year. You already talked about mm-hmm. that matchup. But Detroit is also allowing 40% yeah. more points to shorter wide receivers. Yeah. It's a very weird stat, but it's true. They're allowing 1.2 touchdowns a game to the wide receiver. I like Hill. Teams in general just racking up the points against yep. Detroit Lions. Anytime some team is playing them, you're always looking at you know the players that you could stack in there. Except C.D. Lamb. <laughs> Except C.D. Lamb. <laughs> well, another awesome wide receiver fantasy team by the way is wide receiver for the vikings justin jefferson this week he's going up against the arizona cardinals 109 yards per game that ranks third in the league is my man jefferson gonna have a good game i really like jefferson this week like i've said with kirk cousins this Mm -hmm. team is going to have a huge breakout week soon and when that happens it's going to be on the back of jefferson and this is a great spot for Jefferson to carry that load. He averages 70% more fantasy points in a dome. We are in a dome this week. It is a poor defense they're going against. I really like Jefferson. Liking the Vikings, too. Mm -hmm. As we said before the season starts, they're going to win their conference. Yes, we did say that. I I like that game. I think you can stack Kirk Cousins. Mm -hmm. You can run it back with Hopkins. You can get a lot of that game's points just by that. Another maybe undervalued wide receiver this season is New Orleans Saints wide receiver Chris Olave this week going up against the Raiders. And Olave is averaging 82.5 receiving yards per game. That ranks ninth. He's a top 10 receiver. What do you make of his matchup this week against the Raiders? Uh, Raiders are ranked 23rd in allowing 169.1 receiving yards to the wide receiver over the last nine weeks. He is the unquestioned number one wide mm-hmm. receiver on this team. He has been targeted a ton. He had 14 targets last week. This is another game that is high scoring. <laughs> Raiders <laughs> do not scare me. And look, Andy Dalton has looked his way a lot mm-hmm. and they're going to just continue going to him. He is a very good receiver, and he's not getting quite the respect he should. Give him some respect. Mm -hmm. Put it on his name. (laughs) Let's take a look at our tight ends. The first tight end we're looking at is Philadelphia Eagles tight end Dallas Goddard, this week going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, he's had a great season. I know he only put up a few numbers. Or what did he put up? Seven last week? Maybe that's no offense. Uh, Anyways. Last week he was on a bye. Yeah, gotcha. So we didn't yeah. put up any points. So I'm yeah. correct <laughs> in that one. So he's been having a great season. A lot of that maybe has to do with the fact that they've got more weapons. So mm-hmm. he's got more opportunity to create some space in there. Going up against Pittsburgh, they are ninth in receiving yards, two tight ends. What do you think of this play? So I like Goddard. Goddard has been doing a lot with not a ton of targets. He's putting a lot of yards on the on the uh, board every single week, but he really needs to find the end zone. I think this is a great week for him to get into the end zone. He is, however, going a little bit high owned. Okay. So I'm not fully on board, but I do like the play. A little bit lower owned guy is going to be Seattle's Noah Fant going up against the New York Giants this week. He's 23rd among tight ends in yards. And he's coming off, this is the guy who's coming off just seven yards last week. However, he had over 40 the previous two Mm -hmm. weeks. 
What do you think of this play? So it is just a low-priced mm-hmm. dart throw. We have DK Metcalf that's likely going to be out this week, which Metcalf opens up a huge target share, thinking more targets will go into the tight end, especially if they're in the red zone, because we know little Tyler Lockett is not going to be jumping over guys <laughs> to catch touchdowns. However, Noah Fant can. The Giants rank 25th, allowing 55.1 receiving yards at the tight end. And they allow 20% more passing attempts went away. So I think the matchup goes into his favor, and he's super cheap and could come into a bigger target share. Okay, I know you have a fade this week. Because when I was going through my props, I asked you what you thought about this particular player, and you were like, nope, don't do it. He got you burned, I think, a few Rest times. Rest in peace, <laughs> Kyle Pitts. I can't do it. I think it is time to put him to rest for this year. The Falcons went down 21 points, and they still didn't throw. I, his fantasy outlook for this year is just nothing. Like I, I can't trust him. Mm-hmm. When they're down by that much and they still don't throw, it's time to uh, put him in with the Cole Komets of the mm-hmm. tight end world. Sometimes those Florida Gators, they just crash and burn like I they're him. going to do this week against the Georgia Bulldogs. I dropped him game. in our fantasy league this week. It's a bold move, but what are I you going to do? Can't do it. Can't do he, it. He has been, I think it was like ran 58 routes over the last uh, like five weeks. Mm-hmm. And last week, there's a ton of guys that ran more than that in one week. You just... Sorry, it is Kyle frustrating Pitts. for fantasy owners because you do know the talent level I, is there. Yeah. Is it just that they're not utilizing him in the right Absolutely. Ways? They're they're not utilizing him. Well, I, I don't know what this team's doing. Right. So they spent a number four pick on Pitts. The mm-hmm. next year, what was it, an eight on London or seven? It was something like that. Mm-hmm. So it was a top ten pick on two different pass catchers, and they just don't throw the ball. Like they threw the ball 13 times while mm-hmm. they were down heavily the entire game. And it's crazy, too, because the Falcons haven't been bad this no. year. I mean, look at them. They're, what, tied atop the division? Yeah, they, they've the been Bucks? competitive. Yeah. Uh, and they've been in, they've they been the, in the game every year, yeah. every week. I think last week was the first time that they haven't beat the spread all mm-hmm. season. You're a nice little upset pick for, you know. Maybe not this game, though. Yeah. (laughs) Let's take a look at some defenses we're looking at this week. We're looking closely at that Patriots-Jets game. We're actually looking at both defenses in this this one. However, I do have to tell you, Tyler, statistically, the Jets are ahead of the Patriots in a lot of defensive categories. They're 10th in DVOA. They're uh, 10th in rushing DVOA, 10th in pass. They're actually pretty consistent. Basically, they're a top 10. Yeah, and I think Patriots are in an okay mm-hmm. spot here. Losing Hall is going to be a big blow to sure, the Jets here. Sure. Might make them throw a little bit more, which you don't really want mm-hmm. if uh, you got Zach Wilson behind right. the center. And that is where the Patriots excel fifth and past DBOA. Yeah. So. so, but the Patriots are coming in pretty high owned on DraftKings, so I'd probably be totally against going there. Mm-hmm. On FanDuel, I could see it, but... I don't love it. Nobody wants the sauce. Come on. 
Jets I, defense. The Jets, however, I can absolutely totally get behind. Okay. At home, low-scoring game. They're cheap. No ownership. The defense has done well. Mm-hmm. So I'd ride that, ride that train. How about the Commanders mm-hmm. at the Colts this week? An interesting matchup. You've got a backup quarterback for the yes. Commanders and Taylor Heineke going up against who's even starting for the uh, it's uh, Sam Ellinger. Ellinger. Uh, yes, because yeah, Matt they, Ryan, they you're done. Benched you're Matt done. Ryan. Um, I don't know who said it, but somebody on this show said that Matt Ryan's not you that did. good. Got to hand it to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it, it's really the, the fact that the commanders are going against a guy getting his first start. He, he played four years in Texas. He was still a six-round pick. There's mm-hmm. a lot of tape on him. I, I don't love his fantasy appeal or his upside, and I think the commanders, D, could capitalize on All it. All right. A lot of great picks there for you to contemplate as you're – creating your daily fantasy roster for this week in week eight. All of our information stats available at linestarapp.com. Lineup optimizer. We also have a props edge tool that can help you dominate the sports books. Just crush those props out there. We want you to win money. So linestarapp.com will help you out with that. Tyler, now it is time for our touchdown calls of the game. What do you have for an anytime touchdown in week eight? You know, I've been trying to go off the board a little mm-hmm. bit lately. My guys haven't gone in, so I'm just going Saquon Barkley this week. He is getting a huge workload. RB's been crushing Seattle. They're allowing 0.8 rushing TDs per game to the running back. Barkley's going to run one in. I'm going with Nuke Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins is getting a touchdown, and he had 10 Receptions on 14 targets last week, 103 Mm. yards, going up against a Vikings defense that's allowing the highest opponent red zone percentage at 80%. That's really high. Mm -hmm. So I'm definitely going DeAndre Hopkins in this one. Also, Minnesota Vikings ranked 31st in opponent DVOA versus wide receiver one. He's going to have a field day against these Vikings, or he at least he could. He could. I think at least he's going to score his first touchdown of the year in this one. And that means Justin Jefferson (laughs) could come through. Yep, could happen. And both of them are on my fantasy team. So Mm -hmm. get both of them going this week. You're not playing me, so I don't care. Let's take a look at our prop bets this week. Where are you going for a prop bet? We've talked about him on the prop show almost every week, I think. Mm -hmm. I'm going back, Derrick Henry, over 97.5 rushing yards. That number has finally came up a little bit. However, I still love it. He's averaging 25 carries a game over the last four weeks. His career average is 4.8 yards a carry, and he's facing a Texas Houston Texans team allowing 135 yards a game. I think Derrick Henry is going to go over pretty easily. I'm going Steelers wide receiver George Pickens over 38 and a half receiving yards. That is at minus 125 in the sports books. Tyler, you knew I had to go with a Georgia Bulldog on the week of Georgia, Florida. But for good reason, I've got stats to back it up. He's gone over 68 or he's averaged 68 over the past four games. And even though that Phillies defense, yeah, they're good. He still put up 35 at least against Buffalo and the Jets, who are both top 10 in DVOA. He's a beast, okay? He can hit that prop in one catch. He's yes, had he over 
23 yards, a 23-yard reception in five of seven games this season. Last week, he had a 30-yard reception. And the dude is an acrobat. He's putting up Cirque du Soleil catches every single week. He is crazy. I really wish he had a good quarterback to throw him the ball. Uh, it's nice though. You're going. Fair enough. You're going with the bulldog. We put to rest the Florida player. You know, it's a good week. It's you're you're happy week. about it. Good omen. You don't even care what for else the bulldogs, happens, though, right? Huh? <laughs> so, nonetheless, take Pickens over 38 and a half receiving yards. We got some upset picks this week. Where are you headed with yours? Your game picks. <sighs> do I go? Which one do I go with? I'm going to go with the Washington Commanders versus the Colts. Mm-hmm. I don't think the Commanders should be underdogs here. Mm-hmm. I know the Colts are at home, but we have a guy getting his first start under the quarterback. Colts have been a mess all year. So let's go Commander just to win one out. I'm taking the Rams. Although I'm a little nervous about this particular one, you know what? I got the Rams in this one. They are home underdogs, which is quite surprising from the former Super Bowl champions to an underdog at home. Are you kidding me? I'm taking the Rams in this one. Plus, they've had an entire week to prepare for this game against their arch rivals, the 49ers. 49ers coming off that loss to the Chiefs, where they didn't look great on offense. So I think... You know, give Sean McVay a week to prepare for this game, and they could be scheming a game plan to get that that win. And their issue all season has been that offensive line. Getting Mm -hmm. another week to try and get healthy and figure out that scheme could do a lot. So I see your pick being wise. You're Uh, saying there's a chance. I am kind of surprised you didn't pick your Jets, though. That was the other one I I haven't picked my Jets this season because I'm worried it'll jinx it. That's the sole reason. No, you picked them once. No, you picked them. You did too. Uh, I swear I didn't. We're going to run swear? back the tape right. because I swear I, I, I've I, never I thought you did. <laughs> I thought you did. I know I have. Well, I'd be happy if the Jets pulled off the uh, win this week because, yep. of course, Johnny gets Against some ice cream. The Jets kid reporter. Got to do it for Johnny. We'll get a ice cream every week Just that the Jets win. So. Do it for Johnny. Everybody wants ice cream. Mm. I'll even buy you some ice cream if the Jets win. Oh, you nice. an ice cream fan? I like it. What kind of what flavor are you rolling with for your Ooh, ice cream? Uh, mint chip or cookies and cream are my two go-tos. I'm classic. Classic vanilla. Classic nothing vanilla. else. Man, you're boring. <laughs> I am really boring. How did that happen? <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for today's pre-snap podcast. Remember, if you're watching us on YouTube right now, be sure to like this video, subscribe to our channel, sign up for notifications. We'll see you guys next time. Good luck in all your sports betting, your daily fantasy. Go win some money. Week eight. Let's go. Have a good one, guys. Bye.